Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for I-10 Wired Radio, brought to you by IT Gulf Coast, Florida West, and App River. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Keith over here, broadcasting uh, live from BRX Studios in downtown. I haven't been this wired with this many cameras since that really bad summer back in high school. Um, for those of you that are joining us on Facebook, what's up? You get the behind the scenes kind of look here. Uh, we are here to talk about the final countdown. I feel like we should have the band playing in the background. I don't even know their name, but like the final, you know. Europe. Yeah, you exactly. know what it is. Jim knew it. Jim knew it. <laughs> uh, um, you'll hear shouts from uh, periodically throughout the <laughs> afternoon. That's Jim off mic, uh, trying to keep us straight here. But um, I'm going to let everybody go around the horn because we are all players in this. Uh, I don't even want to know what we want to call it right now. Circus, maybe. Uh-huh. Is how we feel. But uh, in the, in this really cool thing called uh, I-10 Wired. And um, I'll just let you go from there. Well, hello, I'm Michelle Gadsen with Career Source Escarosa. I'm a business services representative. And I'm on the I-10 Wired Planning Committee for the job fair. And this is your first year? This is actually my second year. Awesome. That's even better than your first. <laughs> Absolutely. Does that mean you're committed or I crazy? One of the two. I'm <laughs> committed. <laughs> and who are you, ma'am? <laughs> uh, I'm Laura Campbell. Uh, I am with New Horizons Computer Learning Centers in North Florida. And I am also on the planning committee. And um, this is also my second year. Yeah. So it's been a lot You're of hooked. fun. Yeah. You're hooked. From now until you guys get rid of me. I know. See, now I have to thank you guys because we missed Laura's other show. I like totally forgetting about it. But that gave us some time to like hang out. And I had no idea how large your company is and all the things that they do. I was rather impressed. Yeah. One of the world's largest training companies. We're in yeah. 70 countries. It's crazy. So, yeah, we actually have, I think most people that see our catalog Mm-hmm. Um, are actually really surprised yeah. at all of the education that we uh, have to offer. Yeah, so it's a lot. Yeah. And you get to keep track of all of it. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, this man needs no introduction, but please. Well, still, I'm going to have to try. <laughs> Go ahead. Paul Carney, I work at Navy Federal Credit Union, and uh, this will be, Jim reminded me, this is my fifth year emceeing the event, which is, I can't believe it's gone by five years. I've been on the IT Gulf Coast board many times and been involved in a lot of stuff uh, since I moved here 10 years ago. And it's it's so exciting to just watch everything uh, grow and watch everyone get involved. Everyone, this this went from a very small, tiny group. IT Gulf Coast was a little sleepy group uh, to grow into what we've done now with the I-10 Wired, and it's phenomenal. It's huge. Yep. It's 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 grown bigger than itself. It, it has. What color mic is a five-year microphone for an MC? That's a good question. Is it yeah, gold, Jim, silver, Jim, bronze? What I mean... <laughs> Wow. The, the commission must weigh in. <laughs> All right. I'm just, you know, I'm making suggestions Thanks, here, Keith. Right? I appreciate it. Yeah. You're there for me. I, I try. I'm Stanley Harper, and I'm a consultant for basically the uh, Consulate General of Japan's office in Miami and the Jetro office out of Orlando. And I'm here today to talk and discuss a huge event coming to Florida for the first time, and it's the Florida-Japan Aviation and Aerospace Summit. Very cool, which we've decided to, obviously ties right in with this. People ask me what Stanley does, and I says he just he knows things. That's it. He knows things. You might get me shot, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> you don't want to know what Stanley does. <laughs> no. Um, okay, so uh, this is, what, my third year, I think? I've sort of voluntold myself right into this. Um. And uh, this year we'll be doing not only the radio, but video and some streaming stuff, too. So hopefully 
uh, people will get just a little bit more exposure. Um, I'm also a sucker for punishment and I'm a real dork when it comes to kinds of electronics and stuff. So any excuse to get out here and play in the playground, I'm taking. But, uh, I've watched this in the last three years and I say this almost every show go from, like you said, the sleepy sort of, you know, just kind of chill out. It's events, something to do is on the beach to really being a vehicle for some serious change in multiple places in not only our community, but those of the surrounding areas and now all the way into Tampa and Orlando, because obviously we're, we're, we're spreading the wings a little bit, giving Jim a little bit more to worry about, but, <laughs> but, uh, um, it's been fun and, um, I'll be back next year because I have a sickness like that. Right. And, um, and to watch it go from, from somebody who's not been in this community, in this, in this industry, in this, um, tech and all that stuff to now like fully involved in, in the collaboration and the, it's the, like the brotherhood of the what sisterhood, whatever you want to call it. It's just, it's worked and it's very cool. So we're all here today to support it. And, and by that, we're really going to toot our own horns and tell everybody who we are and what we do because, well, because we just need to let everybody know. Right. So that's going to segue right into your perfect proposal speech that you have ready. I am ready. Indeed. You are. Thank you. Tell me about your radio stuff. You know, you said you've done radio before, like, like ran a show and everything. I did, as a matter of fact, when I lived in Vero Beach, I was a co-host on a morning radio show on an urban station. Wow, you even got up early. Yes, I that's did. That's hard. <laughs> that's why we do internet and radio around here. <laughs> <laughs> and a couple of opportunities in nonprofits to work on public affairs shows. And so I've done television and radio and enjoy yeah. both. Well, we're going to get along just fine. I believe we already <laughs> yeah. are. You've got a spot right here. We've established a connection. Yeah, that's it. Okay. I'll have to figure out what color your microphone's going to be, but we'll get there. I like purple. <laughs> right on. All right. So yes. let's talk about the job fair. Because you are, this is fully engulfed. Like and last year was our first year doing the job fair. Yes. And it was, it, we got a really good turnout. Like much more than I think we expected, right? Great. And, and great so, turnout, yeah. actually. Uh, and, and so this year, we're hoping to get even more, right? Yes. Because let's face it, people need jobs. And they are out there, ladies and gentlemen, regardless of what you think. There are indeed opportunities, especially in information technology from entry level to, of course, those who need or have rather secret clearance or top secret clearance. And so we like to be able to offer opportunities for a variety. Yeah. Yes. Is it hard to find people with top secret and secret clearance? I believe that we have a special caveat. We are, of course, part of the military community. So from, I'd say... Pensacola throughout Panama City mm -hmm. and all of the cities in between. We have the advantage of having military presence. And so there are people who are transitioning from the military who still maintain their secret or mm -hmm. top secret clearances. Therefore, there are opportunities in information technology for them. I think that's one of them. <laughs> I do believe so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. So the companies that need these, obviously they have a challenge, right? Because they have to find the people that actually you can still qualify. That is true. Is it something you have to keep up every year, isn't it? Um, some secret clearances, or should I say from what I understand in the research, they last for a few years after the person has transitioned. It's a bit difficult when one expires. So, yeah. So, therefore, it, I'd say it's quite advantageous, advantageous for a person to maintain their statuses because there are opportunities regardless of the background, if you will, mm -hmm. meaning it could be an information type about technology or business or any other profession that would require that level of clearance. Mm -hmm. So does it also sort of, it works the other way around as much as it's hard for the uh, companies to find the employees with the clearance, isn't it hard just for the guys with the clearance to find jobs that 
they're qualifying work for? Actually, I have seen a plethora of opportunities, especially in information technology. And I know that's our focus. However, I've seen them in a variety of, uh, if you will, companies who are seeking persons not only have that level of integrity, but then that level of trustworthiness. Yeah. So not so much a problem if you are that person with clearance. If you are that person. <laughs> it's built, so go get it. Yes. Yeah. And they're well-paying jobs, aren't they? I have seen very lucrative <laughs> salary ranges. Yeah. And so when you have that level of trustworthiness, obviously you command where you'd like to go. Mm -hmm. All right. So my next question, and you don't have to answer this, especially if the message is going to self-destruct in five seconds, but what kind of jobs are top secret and, and super top secret? Like, what are you doing? I've actually seen, if you will, data entry operators that have to have that level of clearance. Right. And so it depends upon the company that they're working for, whether it's a government contractor or a private business that does business with the government. Right. Yeah, I think it's mostly DOD. I think it's mostly companies that end up working with and for um, our Department of Defense. You know, federal Super high-tech jobs. stuff. And um, maybe not even that. I mean, even nowadays. Really private information. If, if you, you could be a construction worker, but if you have to get on a computer and it's attached to DOD, mm -hmm. then you need your Security Plus certification. And right. you And it's not necessarily your um uh your your security clearance right um but the a lot of the companies especially around here in the gulf coast that i've worked with um they're specifically looking for it because their whole company revolves mostly around dod contracts right so like the architect designing the nice foyer of the new west wing in the white house would probably have to fall under that right yes okay I'm, so. All right, I'm just, I'm just yes. checking so because my cousin um but younger cousin for a couple of years pursued the C not the CIA, the uh, secret service. And they knocked on my door one day to interview me. And of course he didn't give me any warning that they were coming to interview for him. And I just thought, well, first of all, you're dead in the water now, <laughs> <laughs> but listening to them go through some of these questions. And then they asked, they asked not only our family, but the extended family and then the friends and then like roommates, Jimmy from second grade. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, uh, um, and long story short, he had all of the clearance and he made all of that part. He didn't have enough of the field experience. So he was going to hang out for a couple more years. But I thought, man, these guys probably get grilled. I thought it was interesting because I, I actually applied for the FBI uh, when after I graduated from college and went through their entire process, went through the background check and, you know, talk to all your family and your friends, your roommates, do the whole your background. If you lived overseas like I did, then it takes even longer. Do they go for the exes too? And I think like every, boyfriend. oh, ev it's every, a lifestyle everybody. called Poly. They will talk to <laughs> anyone and everyone. Talk about committed, right? <laughs> but anyhow, I just, I just thought it was, in, I, you know, I did not get accepted, but I thought it was really interesting because, you know, you're, you're bright eyed, bushy tailed right out of college. And then they tell you the average age of the, um, the new recruit yeah. is like 31. Yeah. You know, it's After like you've a, gotten it's rid a of all the career in the closets. <laughs> so. so, all right. But, we're not just looking for, or they are not, there, there are companies out there that are not just looking for secret or top secret. There are lots of other jobs too. There are too. other opportunities available with private companies as well, from software development, app development, if you will, and also the opportunity to be an engineer. So Yeah. So last year, and I, I think it was, maybe it was last year, maybe it was the year before, but, and I think it was Stephen Don, Donovan, Donovan, who was like, this is the last great frontier. Right. This is the last um, industry that 
out of college or not even not even in college yet you can make enough money to live the american dream and i thought about that for a couple of days because it was just one's kind of scary but then it was like it was kind of true and then it became very exciting because as you've watched it unfold over the last couple of years and it's exponential rate it literally could feed what it needs to feed right like there are a lot of people that could have a very good life working in these industries yes that is the good news right and we are starting I did my younger. homework we did i have too <laughs> we're starting younger because we need to prepare a younger workforce for what is to come yeah and so we'll find the influence from kindergarten through high school yeah i've seen like the block toys that like teach coding Legos, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Legos. <laughs> Those. Are I don't think they were Legos, but now that you say it, yeah, that would work well, too. Lego robot, they make, they make Lego smart robot. Legos. Yes, yeah, they're smart. Yeah. Lego Mindstorm. Yeah. There are several. So all we had was a rector set. We were set up for failure from the beginning. <laughs> Children and screwdrivers just didn't work. <laughs> I'm sorry. Build, go ahead. You can build working robots with yeah. Legos, yeah. and they're used. I've seen mainly in the schools that um, are focusing on STEM. Mm-hmm. So. But using the color coding, because that's how you code, right? So I guess reds equals something in blues when, when they're doing formulas of of coding computers. Well, maybe an aspect of it. Yes. We're going to go with it. It sounded they smart. Have, well, they have to learn how to program, of course, yeah. in the coding. Um, it's not just COBOL programming or dreaded Portran. See, I don't even, those words are scary. <laughs> this is where I, this they, is where I call Laura and I say, hey, you got to teach me something. <laughs> they were scarier when I wrote them. Yeah, exactly. Yes, so, um, who is going to be at the job fair? Are we allowed to, to say names? Can we give away some? We have about 15 employers that have agreed, and then there are a couple more that are really working to court into the mindset mm-hmm. of let's be there. However, you need do, me to call some peoples? You, do you have people? <laughs> I got peoples. Oh, yeah, peoples. <laughs> okay. We can work that out. The good part is this is all about networking, and I'm actually glad that you brought that up because it's so important. To build networks of professionalism, whether you make contacts across industries or offer opportunities to people who may not have thought that Mm -hmm. this particular profession they worked in for a number of years can translate into something else. So we have companies with national and international influence and those that are local. That's pretty cool. So in all in tech and uh, economic growth and in and healthcare. And healthcare. Yes, healthcare yeah, and financial as well. The financial industry is reliant heavily upon, of course, information technology and internet, internet security. Yeah. So, yes. Government mm-hmm. contractors, we do have a few that will be there. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I I'm going to go excited. polish up my super top secret clearance card and see if <laughs> Come on down. I think it says Justice League on it somewhere. I so. like that. I like that. <laughs> so, okay. So, let's just say I don't have super secret top clearance i can come learn it from you right actually uh, the, <laughs> the top secret clearance you're actually speaking about doesn't really have anything to do with like new horizons but um but you you're close yeah uh, what we do is really concentrate on getting uh certifications so i think a, a lot of the times um i just even heard it today with one of the calls i did where you know the, the opening statement from the gentleman on the phone was we don't even interview unless they have their CompTIA A plus and right. their Net plus certifications. So if you don't have those as a minimum, we don't even look at your resume. So I think New Horizons is really tries to concentrate on more workforce development because what what comes with our 
programs, the scholarships that we're giving away, but what comes with the programs that are set up for our consumer training is certification. That's what it's for. It's to get you certified. And we do, um, for the cost of our programs, it's included in that practice exams and uh, mentored learning and uh, skills like interviewing for jobs and redoing your resume and job placement. Um, and it's one of the things that we've seen in almost every, you know, every city that we're located in, in the group that I'm with, that um, most cities really have open opportunities for IT jobs. And um, it really is a case that they have a bigger need than they actually have people to fill. And when you look at all the vendors that we work with that we offer training in, like Cisco and VMware and Microsoft, I mean, Cisco has said that they already know they can't support the amount of product that they've sold. And so they're, they're desperate to get people trained um, so that um, the companies that are buying their hardware uh, can get supported because they can't do it. Is it just because the tech itself moves so fast, the way it grows and the way it, it expands? I, I personally think that that's a, 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 por- a part of it. That and, and New Horizons really does stay on top of the changing technology. So we're always updating, just like any other school, I would imagine, is that except for we probably can change a little faster in some ways that we're constantly updating the courses that we're teaching or making available to the students. I think a big part of it, though, is sort of one of the reasons why I really got involved in um, I-10 Wired was I don't think people realize, I don't think they're educated I, about the opportunities that are in the IT field. Yeah. Um, I, you know, we, we offered, we put together a summer uh, program. Um, we actually had a funding source that came through and um, offered to uh, pay for summer camp for low-income kids mm-hmm. that were in the Birmingham market. And we, if we would develop the summer program, so we did an IT summer camp, and it, it allowed graduating you know, seniors to get their A-plus certification, get their NetPlus certification, and, and take a Windows 10 class. So, I mean, one of, one of the things that um, I think just, younger people and just people in general aren't aware of is that starting salary for help desk is $35,000 a year and you're not in college yet. You're not in debt. And at worst case scenario, you get your certifications and you get that help desk job that you can even work from home with a help desk job. So it gives you flexibility on how you work. And now you have a revenue stream. You have an income that, you know, I don't, I, I tell people this all the time. You can get the biggest scholarship in the world to a university or a college, but you still need money to do your laundry. Yeah. Um, and so it's not as easy as getting and a buy f- your books. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not as easy as getting a free scholarship, getting free education. It's about how do you live while you're there? Well, you can do a lot of different jobs, but having flexibility and getting paid, you know, the equivalent of thirty five thousand yeah. a year um, and, still be, and still be able to go and take your college courses and get your degree. There, you know, there's there's a lot of freedom in that. But I think when I talk to younger people or I talk to just people in general that I run into, I just think that they're unaware of the opportunity. Yeah. And the more we can get the word out, the more people see it as not something to be scared about. 
but um, a real viable alternative to maybe going in a different direction. Yeah. So. Well, and and you don't know what you don't know, right? That's right. And I, I've always heard Tony Robbins explain it as, you know, you had the guy that ran the under four minute mile, and until he ran it, nobody thought it was possible. But then he made it possible, right? So then it took twenty years for that guy to break the four minute mile, and then it took two years for ten more people after him to do that. So. The second you say, hey, this is a possibility, all of a sudden the light bulb goes off. And, and for kids that may not even have the opportunity to see that, I know Calvin, who works with us on the, on the, the committee, it was in that same scenario as a kid growing up in, in a very not good part of town and, and had the opportunity to really go down bad roads. But because somebody showed him a possibility, completely turned his life around because he did something just like that. And Somebody said, hey, you can hit this button and it does this and they'll pay you at this time, you know. And let's face it, the world operates at 24 hours. And with tech, you can service any part of the world at any time of the day and still get paid. So yeah. for those that like to stay up late and earn extra cash, <laughs> you know, that's what we're going to call it anyway. Um, so I, I think if... I were smart and I were, is there an age limit to those trainings? Not at all. See, okay. So this is what, this is where I start kicking. The the only, (laughs) the only stipulation that we have is you do have to have a high school diploma in order to take. So you have to be 18 to start. You have to have eight, you have 16. Yeah. You get a diploma at 16. Yeah. You can, you, but you do have to be a high school graduate. Okay. And, and, uh, and in order to, as a minimum, just like any other school, really. Yeah. Um, there's not, there's not too many schools that you could actually get into that where it doesn't require that you graduated from high school. Yeah. And, um, but, but really, if you, if you have a passion for it, I mean, like well, I you said, about the 11 year old, it's got nothing to do at home, but he's killing it on the iPad and the phone. Yeah. Get him logged in now and start making that car money. Yeah. So I don't have to do <laughs> But if you got to be 18, then I guess she'll just have to wait to drive. <laughs> That's a whole number demographic. Yeah. I, I guess we could market to, you know, but I, it's, it's possible, right? I mean, there's a lot of kids it is. that know all this stuff already. Yep. So, and like you said, they're doing it in classes and early learning they're now. So early, which has proven to be, I'd say, an advantageous move mm-hmm. because the younger they're exposed to technology and high technology, the more that we can expect from them. Sure. My kid knows how to do PowerPoint way better than I ever did. <laughs> if you don't oh, mind, that's sixth what grade? grade. Sixth grade. Yeah. Yes. I'm thinking, how, how'd you do that? Show me where that button is. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> what we learned on the job many times, if you will, they're learning in school. Yeah. And I think that's awesome. Mine is learning as well. He's a middle schooler. And it just impresses me that they're learning Excel formulas. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, back in our day, we had a calculator. <laughs> yes, we did. No, we didn't. We used paper. That's well, right. That's true, too. <laughs> yes. Texas we did this later. thing called math. <laughs> yes. Oh. So, all right, man. Where do you, you fit in so many places. I don't even know where you want to start, but. So, you know, it's interesting. I'm going to cover something Laura talked about a little bit. So my daughter, uh, growing up, well, when I had the kids, I ran entrepreneur. I was an entrepreneur and ran companies. So the kids had access to every computer you can imagine. Mm-hmm. They played with them a little bit, but no interest. My daughter goes to University of Florida as a journalism major mm-hmm. eight, eight years ago, six years ago. And then graduates two years ago with an IT degree working for Bloomberg in the middle of New York City right now in IT. So I did everything I could to encourage her to do that. But mm-hmm. yet something in school sparked her to do that. Her first computer course in school, she had access to everything. So even though even though we give the access to all this information, 
it's still going to take something to spark that interest. And mm-hmm. that's the part that still baffles me. I still, I ask her every day, why was it that he had all this stuff in front of you mm-hmm. and none of it worked yet you go to college and there it was. So she can't figure it out either. Um, <laughs> so as much as we give the access, we still have to think about that spark. And, and sometimes it's just a unique thing. Uh, there's so much out there to learn. And I think what you said earlier, Keith, a little bit about the, the treadmill of it. Yeah. It moves so fast, <clears throat> things happening. There's so much changing you know, we say, uh, I can, I bet you can go out and find, uh, there's a product called Cold Fusion. The government runs a lot of servers called Cold Fusion out mm-hmm. there, but no one's teaching Cold Fusion anymore and all this stuff. So it's one of those things where uh, there's still a lot of business and still a lot of jobs, but nobody's yeah. teaching it anymore. So we have to figure out how to do that. And that's just part and parcel of, of the growth of IT. That's, it's this next evolution in the industrial revolution yeah. where technology takes off. Uh, you know, when we, uh, we at Navy Federal still have many, many COBOL systems. So we still need COBOL developers and we're never, it's going to be quite a while before we get rid of those COBOL so you systems. you say COBOL, I think of that blue dishware that my grandmother has. No, no, there's no T on it. Okay. <laughs> See, this is the generation gaps we have. This is the problem. <laughs> Uh, so it's one of those things where from the IT perspective, and it's going to be what I love about I-10 Wired is we bring together so many people in all the different tracks and we get to hear so many different things. I, mean, I remember a couple of years ago, many of us walked out of a session frightened by this guy that did this thing about cybersecurity. Mm-hmm. And of course, he probably was a little prescient because some of the things he talked about are happening today Yeah, right. Uh, in places and ways we could never imagine. Um, back then he scared us. Now we're like, yeah, it happened again. Oh, <laughs> it happened again. Oh, again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how many data breaches are we all just going to start to hear and go, okay, all right, another data breach. Oh, they announced Equifax and it was like, yeah, what's next? <laughs> another hundred million. There we go. Somewhere along the line, all of us are going to be in that pile somewhere. Yeah. And so it's one of those things where we can't be complacent though. That's the other issue. Uh, and it's changing so rapidly. And the, the key for us will be how to, how to keep our human side of it. Uh, involved in all this. The technology is all there. It can do so many great things, but then how to keep that human side. That's where I've decided I sort of fit in here. That's because, where I, because in? I'm not from the programming and the, right. the tech side, but I can understand the applications of and yet dumb it down for mm-hmm. lack of better terminology. Yep. Um, and, and so I have found myself being really weird. Like the, the, um, what's the move, the show with Sheldon? What's it called? Big Bang. Theory. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm the one taking those concepts and putting them in these really weird terms. And people are looking at me like, dude, how do you understand this? And I'm, I, it's just, it works. You're the philosopher. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. It really is. Yeah, it's, it's about philosophy. So it's, it's, it's taking that tech, combining it with that philosophy side and figuring out where to take it from there. So, you know, it's all wonderful stuff. I, again, love this, this program we do. I10 Wired is so phenomenal. It's, it's grown so much. We meet so many new people. We get so many new people to come to this. And that's what's really neat. We are, it's, it's, you know, this area has grown so much in the past four or five years. In fact, in the top 20% of high growth for the mm-hmm. area, uh, for the country, uh, which means there's a lot of new people in the area, which means they get introduced to this. And Laura was saying earlier, there's a lot of people that don't even know I-10 Wired exists. And we just have to keep putting that word out there. Eventually, we're, we're just going to have to keep telling people because we get so many new people coming in, they just aren't aware of it. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be your job, Keith, okay. to continue to do that. You I, know, my mouth is big enough to... Sandwich board, <laughs> flipping the, spinning the sign on the corner of the street. Will you do it? You going to do it for us? I can do that. We should get a couple of those. I'm just saying. Jim's shaking his head saying, yeah, I'll do that. Jim's saying, yeah. Jim's all yeah. for that. College credit included. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it works. I, I think, and I, I agree with you. I think the... Uh, you know, when I got into this, I had left the sort of food service, restaurant, healthcare side of things. So my seclusion into concrete buildings with no windows 
in large, you know, hot, sharp places that just were in dark basements. So the, the, um, collaboration effort wasn't, it was there, but it was more commanded than it was sort of a actual collaboration. And I had been traveling out of here for five or six years prior to, so I'd watched Palafox with tumbleweeds and growing up here, I was like, Oh, there's nothing to do. And, you know, it was either play music or get in trouble or hopefully find something constructive and usually ended up playing music, or getting in trouble. But, um, it was like, when is something going to change? And then I was kind of just down and out and changing a little bit in careers and sort of wandering and floundering. And then all of a sudden, all these people were like, let's go build something together. And I can share an idea with you. And I thought, oh, my God, I just found my new home. Yep. It's pretty cool. It is awesome. And it has stayed that way. Even though everybody's like, it's proprietary information or it's patented or it's whatever. I've watched more people share ideas openly and come together to build like really cool things. Mm-hmm. Like not just make the next cool Pokemon, although that is neat, but like really do things to actually change the face of humanity. Yep. That's a whole new playground for me. That's awesome. Yeah. <sighs> Follow that one up, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a lot, lot on the brain. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, honestly, that's how you and I met, right? Yes. I mean, we, we would not know each other had it not been for this, this arena. Yes, LinkedIn, yeah. of all places. Yeah, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> and batteries. And batteries. Yeah. Yes, the, uh, a changing world. Even yeah. our batteries nowadays are changing. Yeah. Getting smarter I had no and idea. Stronger. Yeah. It's crazy. Yes. So you work with some pretty cool stuff. Well, uh, most of my background has been in government and government affairs for private sector industry. Yeah. And in Which is that, cool because that takes all the military tech and really makes it well, commercial, Well, I learned right? how to tie it in just also <clears throat> into sales. Yeah. Because uh, you're always out meeting people. Yeah. And I said, oh, that's a great idea. Well, we can tie that into this company. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm all about connecting the dots, by yeah. the way. You'll, you, as people, people that know you, so Stan knows how to connect dots. Yeah. You know, and so that's, that's why you're that's, here. That's what I, that's <laughs> what I, that is, would probably be my specialty. Mm-hmm. And I think I've learned that through my degree when I graduated from the University of West Florida. I won't say when. Uh, we were still using like stones, not paper back then. <laughs> we had that, what's the thing? Oh, abacus. Yeah, abacus. that's it. Yeah, that's right. So, but uh, yes, anyway, that's, uh, uh, that would be where the communications and marketing, yeah. uh, I've had to take that and grow it as technology has risen. Yeah. And, and it's so, we live in such a fast paced world now. Uh, it's, uh, even with the modern technology we have, people still have problem communicating mm-hmm. or getting their word across properly. Yeah. Telling and story. so that, that is where a lot of times you may lose the sale. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, because you can't express yourself. Well, I think it, you're, you're on to the bigger thing here, which is you, one, as consumers, you still have to be able to relate to this stuff, right? right. And, and two, it's a little harder to relate to when you don't understand. It's true. You know, and let's face it, it's, it's very confusing mm-hmm. at times. Yes. But uh, that uh, brings us to, I mean, we were take, talking about IT, uh, ITN wired and technology, uh, uh, the aerospace and, yeah. uh, sector and everything that uh, I'm here to talk about. It's coming up in Orlando, uh, October 25th and 27th, and it's being uh, supported and developed by Jetro. Jetro is uh, our regional offices based in Atlanta, 
Uh, it's the Japan External Trade Organization. You see what they did there? Another uh, these acronyms are brilliant. This, <laughs> and uh, so that uh, a lot of people don't realize as big event is this. Is we've never had where a country has brought their aerospace and aviation leadership mm -hmm. to a state or to the U.S. all at once to develop partnerships, manufacture stuff mm -hmm. for one another in this digital age. And also could lead to even more economic development in the state. Yeah. I've loved watching um, the, the capitalistic playground open up of it really sometimes is smarter to just have somebody do what they're really good at mm -hmm. and just add to it as opposed to trying to do it all in-house. Right. And the aerospace stuff has not been big here until like the last five years. Am I, would that be pretty accurate? Like Boeing wasn't here before and Airbus wasn't here, you know. And most of it's been tied to the military. Yeah. Which is MR. Who's been flying here for yeah. years and, and why it's only just now sprouting wings. <laughs> We're starting to see a lot of the manufacturing end of it. Yeah. Within the last five years. Most of it's been MRO, which has been repair and upkeep through our military right. basis. Uh, not a lot of uh, engineering, re-engineering, and actual manufacturing yeah. of the parts. Uh, that's what we're going to see happening at this summit. Uh, these are where it starts from the material in mm -hmm. and it builds from there. Yeah. Uh, and Florida's so prime placement for that. It's prime because we've got the Space Coast, uh, which is saturated with uh, a lot of aerospace, uh, not and even satellites is tied yeah. to aer your aerospace. Uh, we're talking about software, uh, hardware. That is very big in your uh, aviation and aerospace. Yeah. Now you're looking at drones. Commercial yeah. drones. Yeah. That's part of your aerospace industry. I flew them this morning. It's fun. <laughs> and and this technology, uh, companies like uh, Lockheed Martin, mm -hmm. that would be some of the American companies there, uh, J-Bill, they're very big. They're the largest producer, commercial producer of drones. Yeah. So they're based out of Tampa. Yeah. So a lot of these American companies will be participating in this event. Uh, last count I had, they had 30 Japanese companies already signed up to be here. That's amazing, too. That is amazing. Because they're a very in industrious uh, nation, and they have always been um, more secluded with their technology and with their, their manufacturing. They've had to change since 2012. Yeah. Japanese, when uh, China started growing, <clears throat> uh, South Korea, uh, all your Indonesia uh, countries. Over in Asia, th this really put a hurt on because the Japanese business people especially the older mindset mm -hmm. was they like to see something right first mm -hmm. before they do it. So that they have a lot of designs and a lot of these uh, smart engineering, but some of the things that was happening to some of their companies, it was taking so long to get that idea or product right. built. Someone else was over there stealing it yeah. and building it. And in this fast paced industry and digital age that we're moving toward now, you've got to do it quicker. Yeah. So it's it's almost like you find, you know, the, the competition's out there, so you go get them and work with them. That's right. Right, as opposed to letting that's them right. just have the idea. And uh, that's one of the things that uh, they were faced with, not only with a, uh, a manufacturing shortage of people. You know, yeah. they've had sh shortage. They've also had to change uh, with working with w women in the workforce. Mm -hmm. This is something that was not accepted years ago. So do now they, it is. Do they, is it still... I've noticed 
if if I'm correct, and I, I think I am in my observation in my Googling research, that there's a lot of there's a lot more to the Japanese business than just actually business. You know, like here it's here in in the states we can say at business you separate business from personal, right? Whereas in Japan it's it's all in one. It, there's there's a lot of culture and heritage in their business practices. They take their business serious. Yeah, just like their family. Yeah. It really is, yeah. and uh, but they're not separate. They're an extension of that. It's an extension of, I think, more or less. Do, than, do you see that changing, or is that? Really... I see that changing yeah. uh, because of the younger workforce. Because more of the uh, exchange students I see over here, the younger ones now are taking more of our Western ways. Mm-hmm. That's you know got got its pros and cons. Sure, but yes, that will slowly change over the culture. Um, but you know that's the same way Japan lost. You know, a lot of the TV and uh, television manufacturing. Yeah. South Korea was in China, was more efficient at it and saw a, way, a gap where they could take over the market. Yeah. I was wondering if that would if that would swing the other way. You know, if if we would start taking on some of the the Japanese style of, of doing some business. It could be. There's a lot that I've learned from Japanese. They 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 very good listeners. Yeah. They study you well. Yeah. Uh, just like in economic development, I've been asked this question. So, Stan, we've got a Japanese company wanting to come into this area. Uh, how do we approach them and all that? And I says, well, first of all, you got to be honest with them. Yeah. They're good the, at reading your you eyes have to see right through it, huh? and your body movements. Yeah. And they like sincerity, honest, and trust. Yeah. Hmm. And that's one of their cultures that goes way back. So you'll see that with a lot of them. When they ask a question, a lot of times it could be testing you. Yeah. So you're making me nervous, man. We got we have <laughs> the consulate coming here next week, and I'm 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 you're going by your your play here. He's I'm, very at ease. <laughs> I'm gonna smile uh, and hit buttons. <laughs> Consul General Okwaniwa uh, is a very nice guy, and he's uh, very smart, and uh, he's very laid back, and I I think you're gonna have a good. Uh, show with him but he's week. doing exactly what you're talking about he, i mean he's coming here to take a look and see if there's some possibilities of well he does that in all his travels yeah. and i'm sure he advises if a company uh in japan was to ask him uh what do you think about us locating in pensacola what's the japanese culture like yeah do they teach japanese culture which that's a question he can answer yes because we've had that ja- the japan house right you discussed with kamiko at a previous show about 30 days ago mm-hmm. And uh, which which was very informative. Uh, a lot of people still do not know we have that uh, type culture yeah. international center in our community. So I'm going to say this because now we have like really accurate numbers for tracking. That show got like seven thousand downloads. Wow, that's crazy. That's awesome. I've been living in the world of like two hundred, three hundred in the last year. Seven thousand. Wow. wow, congratulations. Thank you. I didn't do anything. We just had a conversation. <laughs> they, the clicked the button, they clicked the button. Build the communication. So, but, so this goes right back to what I was saying in the beginning. I've been a chef, right? Living in kitchens and stuff. Never, ever, ever did I ever think that I would be orchestrating world growth. Right? It's all up to you, man. It's really coming down to you, which, yeah. Whew. You up this for guy's got to sell some more tickets. Are you up for this, man? <laughs> I, I think I can handle it. You're good. Just don't make me responsible with the tickets. <laughs> I've seen what that does to people. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You see Jim every yeah. year at this time. I see what happens there. Um, okay, so I want to get everybody to go around the horn and just sort of give your your social stuff and, and websites and stuff. But 
we'll give them the days again for this, and, and obviously there's spots so you can still go. Yes, the Florida-Japan Aerospace and Aviation Summit is going to be held in Orlando uh, on the 25th through the 27th of October. And you can go to the JETRO site in Orlando. Uh, I'll have Keith uh, put up the information mm -hmm. uh, so that they can click on it and register. The big thing, this is very ta tailored event, but it's for any companies that manufacture even a small part for aerospace yeah, like company or a bolt, right? Or aviation. Uh, it's also good for research, R and D uh, institutions. Mm -hmm. uh, Anything like that, that, uh, that they are always looking for a lot of research and development. Yeah. So even the University of West Florida, if they were trying to get into uh, their engineering department into building aerospace uh, components, widgets or whatever, uh, this would be an event for them. That's awesome. Very cool. I'm excited. That's awesome. Yeah. You watch 20 years from now. We're gonna... yeah. I remember when. <laughs> No, the robot's going to be sitting here doing your job. <laughs> yeah, my own Sheldon, right? Yeah. We had one of those, actually. Uh, I think uh, TJ, when he was with Conagomota, had the, the pad running around on yes. the wheels. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yep. Go for it. All right. So, um, again, Paul Carney, working Navy Federal Credit Union. Uh, you can reach out to me. We, again, didn't talk too much about Navy Federal, but we have a lot of jobs open up at Navy Federal. Approaching that 10,000 mark. So, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn, uh, linkedin.com, slash in, slash Paul Carney Jr. Uh, yeah, 10,000 and we're on track. In fact, yeah. uh, you know, running out of space again and filling the roads up there and it's well, all the fun plenty stuff. of land. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, no, actually we don't. We've run out of land. Uh, you know, we've built on the developable land. So you're going to have to buy some more. There's, there's nothing else. Well, the developable guys, land up there, there's a lot of stuff that's, uh, mitigated. Um, yeah, whatever that for wetlands. <laughs> so basically set aside for wetlands. Right. Yeah. But, and you didn't really have them open up. You guys created them, which I think is, part of the formula that works right correct don't take from the pie make a bigger pie we're we're trying that's why i said before we draw so many people from outside of this area to come live here bring their families bring yeah. their uh children for the schools which is why all the we're building more schools <laughs> yeah because we need more schools now um and uh, and it's awesome it's just it's great to see this area grow so much like i said 10 years ago i got here uh from the northern virginia area so used to something much bigger and and we had so much up there for technology and to see these types of things happening today just yeah. excites me. So, do you have a step by step process for that written What's down that? anywhere by chance? What's that for how getting to... people to come here and stay here? Uh, you know, we do. It's actually, you got to offer a couple of different things. You got to have the lifestyle, which we do. We've yeah. got a great lifestyle here. Uh, you have to have jobs, not just for the person getting the job, but their family, get, spouse, right. or, or partner Kids has or to, someone has to have that too. Um, and the other thing is, is you have to have more. Uh, if they're coming from areas that have a lot of amenities, they're going to expect a lot more. So I say cultural, food, shopping, they're going to want more of that stuff. Um, because even though some people say, oh, that's all right, I'll just go back, they, they'll miss it when they get here. Yeah. Um, so as long as we continue to build those things and don't just focus on a few different things in this area, that will still help this area grow dramatically. Yeah. So it has to be done as a whole. It has to be done as a whole. Uh, it's going to take an entire collaboration of the community, whether it's improving the schools, uh, getting more options for different types of uh, retail those types of things all has to happen as as a as a community. We I can't bet just R and D department has some serious nuggets of knowledge on this, don't, don't they? A little bit, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Would they be? And this is a very honest question: Are they open to sharing some of that information? We to do. Those? You we do. do. Yeah, we share. You know, we share no a lot idea. of that. Yeah, we share a lot of that data with um, with UWF and the Haas Center um, with the data, of course, and then work with the Achieve Escambia on the um, programs there for the school. So. We're involved in so many different things. In fact, sometimes it just becomes overwhelming trying to figure out 
all the places. So I want to get in on that. By all means. <laughs> is, <laughs> is, is that really <laughs> just a general statement? Is that, is that really the segue? <laughs> nice. Uh, I, uh, this you can't is win them all, Laura. <laughs> you can't win them all. <laughs> all right. This is Laura Campbell again with uh, New Horizons uh, Computer Learning Centers in North Florida. And um, I, I guess uh, our, our our website is www.nhsolutionshub.com. And, um, and, and really, I would really encourage everybody to go to the I-10 Wired website where um, one of the things that we're doing for I-10 is giving away two scholarships. And um, you will find it on the website. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested, and it's not just, um, you know, for an individual person, um, I would say we're giving away um, a network security admin um uh, scholarship mm-hmm. that is uh, worth about thirty thousand dollars. As I say, these aren't the little two thousand no. dollars supplemental pieces. These are like no. full on. There's go a, get trained. Yeah, server admin um, is a program that has uh, I think about nine courses in it, mm-hmm. and then the network security server admin has all of those courses that really cover. Um, A plus, Net plus, Security plus, your Windows 10, your Windows Server, but it also adds uh, the Cisco courses to it. So, you know, I would say, you know, even if you're, you know, you're you're thinking, well, I already have all of those. I think in terms of being able to give it to someone in your company. Yeah. Think in terms of being able to give it to someone in your family, um, one of your friends. It's transferable. Auction it um, off on eBay. And, <laughs> I mean, it really, it really is a great opportunity to get some training. Um, uh, the the server admin is almost twenty five thousand. Yeah. And the network security is almost thirty thousand as far as the you know the what it would normally cost you, and it's something that we you know we like to see. I. I personally just want to be able to help create a reason um, to get more of the Navy Federals of the world to come to Pensacola, Florida, to come to the Gulf Coast. That's what I-10 wants to do. Mm-hmm. And they can't get here unless we have people to hire. Yeah. And so we want to be, you know, one of the reasons why people get trained and that they come out of the military, they come out of school, you give them a reason to move back to their hometown. Mm-hmm. But it's because they have their certifications, because they have this education, and that gives a workforce for companies to hire higher because uh, it's nice to get the influx of people but i would love to see us sort of organically grow it as well yeah. and give you know companies a reason to actually relocate here like navy federal has so and to think about giving multiple people the power to change the world at their fingertips because really that's kind of where we live today one single idea can really just completely change the shape of mankind and where it's going to go it, it really is about that's education awesome to me, it's education. It, it is, it's not just about, you know, sort of the, the UWFs, the New Horizons, the Pensacola State Colleges, that kind of formal education, but it's educating people that there is this option out there and that um, it really does open up doors and you don't have to be in a ton of debt to get there. Yeah. You know, so. Call me when you have the lawnmower man package. <laughs> I want that one. <laughs> And for those of you that are too young to remember Lawnmower Man, go look it up. It was an awesome movie. <laughs> I was just talking about it last night, randomly, just to have all of that knowledge. I can't believe that. Ran you randomly? No, 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 no. I can't believe that. Yeah, there is no random. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks well, for, we finally made th- it. Th- yeah, th- thanks for having us. I, I really have enjoyed it. I, you know, I, I say this all the time. Uh, you know, I really love um, what I10 Wired is doing and trying to do, and that we keep getting bigger. Um, 
you know, I, I didn't know anybody when I moved back home. So I thought it was going to be a good way to make some friends and mm-hmm. meet people in the community. And it, you know, and, and to be able to get the message out about education. And, you know, it really has done that in spades. So yeah. I, I'm looking forward to even next year before we've even done this year. So see, for me, it was either that or basket <laughs> weaving and I was done basket weaving. <laughs> Go for it. This is Michelle Gadsden again with Career Source Escarosa. I want to note that we are represented throughout the state of Florida. There are 24 workforce boards that represent all 67 counties. And what I find to be exciting about I-10 Wired, I was there with the Daphne, Alabama mm-hmm. uh, event, if you will, to seeing it where it has progressed to this point. And I can say that the influence upon innovation, education, and experience workforce development and economic development all Mm -hmm. are interwoven, I would say. There's an interoperability in all of it because it takes each particular step in order to come to the place where we can offer the opportunities for people to either move here or to establish roots and grow. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, we are sponsored as far as the job is concerned. I'd be remiss if I didn't say by H2 Performance Consulting. And they've been very instrumental in addition to working with New Horizons because we are working in partnership and with Navy Federal to develop an event that draws people not just from this local or the panhandle, mm-hmm. but from across the country. Worldwide. our focus. Yes. Yeah. And as we said earlier, there are companies that do have the national and international influence, which will be featured at the job there. So I am inviting anyone who has interest in information technology whether you want to participate in seminars with ITIN Wired or, of course, to come and find that next great career opportunity. And one of the things that I think is really cool that, that we didn't talk about that Escresa does is, for lack of better terminology, you will hold somebody's hand through the entire process of, of getting themselves set up to interview or, or resumes or... I'm actually glad you mentioned that. You know, how, like, it's, I could walk in there not knowing one thing about trying to apply for a job or a new career, and you and your staff have everything there and are very cordial when you do it. And I, I know this because Thank I've you. used it before. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. you saying so. So it's powerful. There's never a charge to um, the employer nor to the job seeker. Yeah. And there may be a misperception that we only work with people who have entry level skills. We do not. I actually had an engineer with 25 years of experience mm-hmm. that I helped him revise his resume when I worked in a different department. And so having a background in being able to develop a technical resume or a resume for someone who is perhaps transitioning from one career field to another, we're able to address all of that. We have dedicated employees who, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. will walk with a person through the process of presenting themselves. I like to call it building the brand. Mm-hmm. So as a business services representative in my current role, I find it not only fulfilling professionally to go out and tell an employer that if he's seeking or she's seeking a certain or particular type of candidate to fill up, maybe a hard to fill role, Mm -hmm. I can go to our resources and find that individual. So I learned through this Escarosa system that you all have what I call the million dollar mentality. And this was me getting over my fear of, of, it was sort of a fear or ego thing where you think you have to do it all yourself. And then realizing that I could say two or three things. And then it was like 50 things that needed to get done in what would have taken me six months got done in like a week. And That's it was like, you. holy cow. I just like grew exponentially. So, so if I may share one more thing. We will offer that service at the job fair. Yeah. So we will be reviewing resumes and giving people the opportunity to make a necessary change before they speak with an employer. 
And don't be afraid. Absolutely not. <laughs> it's be better afraid. to ask a question than to not have the answer. Because there's nothing like a good looking resume, right? Absolutely. You feel good. And I know I'm from reading them over the years, <laughs> please make it look good. <laughs> right? So, it's so important. Yeah. All right. Um, website. Our website, as far as I10 Wired, i10wired.com, the website for Career Source Escarosa, careersourceescarosa.com. Also, Employ Florida. That's employed with Florida spelled out, dot com. And you can find me on LinkedIn, Michelle Gadson, G A D S O N. Or here on Tuesday nights at 7 o'clock. No, <laughs> <laughs> no she's the early morning. Show. Oh, that's right. That's right. She's it's early 7 a.m. Yeah, we can talk about that. <laughs> but thanks for the opportunity. It's been phenomenal yeah. to be here. And I do appreciate you being able to share some insight as to having worked with our particular resource. Yeah. I, well, I know, with all of this, I mean, like I said, I can bring the experience of, of not being the tech guy or not being in this from from the beginning, I guess, um, and how it's, it relates because you can't avoid it anymore. Right. We all have a phone. Okay. We all have a tablet. We all have virtual reality contact lenses. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to date myself, but I remember that Commodore 64. <laughs> that was my first computer, too. Yes. And the Apple. No, we don't talk about this. <gasps> they, but I they did don't learn about the AS400, though, and it is still in use. <clears throat> yes, it is. Yes. Jim still has dot matrix printers hanging out. <laughs> you do, don't you? <laughs> is, there, is there anything you'd like to add from afar? Uh, oh, but of course. <laughs> so, T minus twelve days, seventeen hours, thirty-seven minutes, and forty seconds. So this is where the hair off. starts getting patchy. <laughs> there he is. There's Jim, and I'm staring at this. I'm staring at the countdown every day, all day. It seems like, um, you know, get your tickets now. We're running out of time. Sponsorships are still available as well. There's too many things that are going on for me to mention in this short period of time. So I just advise you to go to i10wire.com, follow us on social media to get up to date with everything we've got going on uh, throughout those three days. And there have been changes. I think that's the biggest thing you could mention is that there's there's differences in the last couple of weeks. There is. Um, we threw away the box. Yeah, you can say <laughs> that. Um, the uh, Probably the big thing that everybody should be interested in is the uh, after hours or the welcome reception. Yeah. We're moving that to day two, um, right after we wrap with the uh, CIO Roundtable mm-hmm. on Tuesday. We are going to take things out by the pool. Let's just say we had the up the insurance policy. That's right. <laughs> We're taking them out by the pool. Uh, lots of great food. We're going to have a band out there. We're going to step it up a notch this year. Let everybody have a chance to let their hair down relax for a little bit after we have a full day of learning and yeah. networking and Get geared up for one more day after that. But uh, so we're going to change things up a little bit. So check it out, i10wire.com. Um, and I guess if you want to follow me on social media, <laughs> <laughs> if you want, the best place is uh, about me, uh, about.me slash Jim Rhodes. And I'll have all my links on there. And, and is that it, like the new MySpace? I have no idea. It's just a uh, one one stop. One stop? Yeah, basically. So it's it's all about i10 right now. So that's right. Know, probably not too, too, uh, yeah, Not too much variety there right now. <laughs> if you're bored, come follow me. <laughs> um, when do ticket sales close, or will we sell them all the way up to the? We will, you can buy them at the door. It's going to cost you more, so I recommend you do cash. It now. <laughs> yeah, and there's small handling fee. Wink, wink. <laughs> um, but yes, we'll. Uh, you know, we even have one day tickets if you want right. to go that route. Special um, rates on rooms. Yep. Are there still, are there no, still actually, rooms that's that's timed out on yeah. that. Okay. Um, you still get a room. There's still uh, there's vac- one vacancy. There. <laughs> you get there's one one room. <laughs> and <laughs> if you want to stay for the get together, you want to bring a significant other, you can buy an extra ticket for fifty dollars online as well. Yeah. So you can, um, you know, have some extra fun. Cool prizes are given away. I did see that. Yep. Oh yeah, the drone. Buying two raffle tickets drone. this year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
That's right. Yeah, yeah the, the drone. Big the grand prize is uh, what is it? A new tech drone, 4K camera on that thing, mm-hmm. giving away at the end of the conference. So, mm-hmm. got to be present to win. So, and TJ won't win this year. No, no. <laughs> For once, he's, he's banned. <laughs> so, but uh, all right. Thanks to everybody coming out. And Good and show. if they they can be interactive with us, obviously we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. Yeah, we'll, yeah just I tan wire. We'll be streaming right. here, Facebook, and and you stream and all kinds of other stuff during the event. So even if you don't make it, we're gonna make you feel really bad that you didn't make it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we're gonna shame you publicly on multiple platforms <laughs> by name. So um, okay, guys, that's that's it. That's a wrap. We're done. Great. Thanks. Yeah, dot com. This show is brought to you by IT Gulf Coast, Florida West, and App River. If you are interested in sponsoring I-10 Wired Radio, please call 850-288-9959.